You're listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie, with your host, certified life and spiritual coach, Naz Rose. Hello, beautiful listeners, and welcome back to Third Eye Talks. I am your host, Certified Life and Spiritual Coach, Naz Rose, and I'm very excited for today's episode. I am welcoming someone who's going to talk to us about a topic that I just know, I know we've struggled with it, um, and, and we can always use help. Even if, we, if, we're, if we've mastered this a little bit, there's always room for improvement. So I want to welcome... Uh, Melissa Giller. Melissa is a certified life coach and she is the host of Life with Soul, the podcast. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Naz. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to dig into boundaries today with you. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Boundaries. I love this topic. Um, Mm. I love this topic. I love talking to people about it. And I love to always check in with myself to see how I'm doing with boundaries because full transparency. I haven't always been the best at it. (laughs) And so, and so I'm always working to improve. So I'm very excited, not just to share this with my audience, but to listen in and to really, uh, you know, unwrap some of the tips that you're going to give us today. So, you know, boundaries where, how did you land on, on coaching people or teaching people about boundaries? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. I think it was, it was kind of by accident. It was something that I realized people weren't really implementing well for themselves. And so it was showing up as symptoms of other things, right? So um, I typically work with a lot of, you know, high achieving, busy, overwhelmed women. And so where they were seeing these symptoms was in feeling like they had no time and space for themselves, feeling like they always came last, um, lashing out at their children, at their spouses, at other people, because they were just kind of this um, anxious mess inside, really. And (laughs) when we start to drill down, and I say that with love, because I've been that person and still can be, um, (laughs) we're always a work in progress, right? But, (laughs) But really, it's like, when you drill down, we start to see oftentimes these symptoms are a result of lack of boundaries in our lives. And I think there's a bit of a misconception sometimes about boundaries, that boundaries are like this fence to keep people out or, you know, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to cross that line with you. Mm -hmm. But but boundaries, I really feel like are um, like this container to keep yourself in your life and to keep your emotional and mental health in Check and in place. And it's when things start to spill out and those, those fences get, you know, pushed over, wrecked or removed. And then Mm -hmm. we start to, to spill all our stuff into the world really. And that's because we're not, we're not implementing boundaries with our time and our energy, most of all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I totally see myself reflected. (laughs) And I like what you said that it's like a, 
it's really an unraveling. It's like you're you're stuffing all of these things in in a in you know a blanket, and then all of a sudden the stitches start to come off of it, and it starts to spill everywhere just because we're not really keeping those boundaries in place. So I, I love that. Um, so let's jump into it. Tell us, like I know you touched a little bit on it in in your introduction there, but what are some of the the uh, the reasons behind why someone may not be really strong at establishing boundaries. Yeah, I mean, I think for most things in our life, it boils down to fear, right? Mm-hmm. When we're afraid of something, and it's like that. It's always the dance between love and fear. And so, mm-hmm. when it comes to boundaries, what I've found is that most people can't implement the boundaries because of a fear of conflict or a fear of self-expression or fear of rejection or failure, or even a fear of success, right? Like Mm -hmm. if I, let's just say have to, uh, I'm making the boundary to work on my presentation tonight, uh, but I don't uphold it. Maybe deep down, I'm afraid what would happen if I really put my energy into that presentation, showed up the next day and delivered it. And my career took off. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like underneath it all, we still have these fears and our our limitations and our limiting beliefs that just, you know, push us more to the safe side of things, the people pleasing, Mm -hmm. the, Mm -hmm. um, as I said, kind of that fear of conflict or rejection. So therefore you don't instill a boundary because you don't want to upset the other person or um, we don't want to sometimes feel the discomfort of other people's emotions. I think that's a big one because (laughs) yeah, like as a mom, right. That's, that's kind of, it's all about, it's like where we struggle with boundaries. I feel like with our kids is because it sucks to say no sometimes. And it it Mm -hmm. sucks to be the bad guy or the one who has to lay down the the law or bedtime is bedtime, or this is what we're eating for dinner. And, you know, we can't take on someone else's disappointment, but Mm -hmm. we do. Um, And so that's, that's almost, that's the boundary is like, what are we absorbing? That's not ours to carry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember uh, two points on that. I remember, um, you know, some of my mentors telling me um, one of them said, other people's reactions and and reactions to the things that you say or do are not your responsibility right and that to me was like oh my god it's not <laughs> it's not my responsibility you're so right but when we have a problem like i said you know i i've worked really hard on this and i've gotten a lot better but there's always room for improvement and that was one of the reasons it was I felt responsible for other people's reactions and emotions. I didn't want to make anybody else feel bad. Um, And then two, one of my, like a gem, I carry this with me so closely. Uh, One of my other mentors said to me, give your ask and, and shut up and don't say anything else. Mm -hmm. And that was a lesson in boundaries, right? Because sometimes we'll ask for something, but the discomfort, like you mentioned, The discomfort Mm -hmm. of like the silence and waiting makes you speak up again and you're almost sabotaging your your ask by filling in the space, right? So boundaries are so much about saying no and not explaining anything past that, right? Like no period 
and that's okay. So I love that you, that you kind of touch a little bit on both of those things and, uh, and the spectrum. I, I hadn't really thought about one of the ones that you said, but it's so true. Like having the underlying uh, fear that you will succeed at what you put your all into. So that's a, a really good one, one to keep in mind. So, okay. So can you tell me, let's say I'm one of these people and I have a, a, a you know, an issue with establishing boundaries. I recognize it. I see myself reflected in some of the things you're saying. Where do I begin? Where do I begin to really establish those strong boundaries? How can I do that? Well, I, I like to lead people through a bit of self-reflection when it comes to this. And so I often ask someone to think of, okay, well, like, what would you wish was different? First of all, so you're kind of uncovering what's external to you. So what are you noticing? Where are the symptoms showing up? Is it that um, you find yourself snapping at your kid or um, you are, you know, wishing your partner would do more around the house, or you keep having the same circled argument with someone on a, on a topic you don't want to talk about anymore. Like, where is it actually showing up? Mm-hmm. And then asking, like, how, how then are you showing up for yourself in those moments? So it's a little bit of that self-reflection. And then starting to drill down, like, what might you be fearing by speaking your boundary in this moment? Are you fearing hurting someone's feelings? Are you fearing that you'd have to actually uphold the boundary and you're going to get tested on it? Um, what might you, what might be a story you're telling yourself of who you are by having this boundary, right? Um, an example I like to give sometimes is one of the first clients I ever worked with was a mom of two. And she... She was really craving more self-care in her life, more time to herself. Uh, She had this fear that if she gave into that, she'd just turn into this like selfish monster where she would be like, (laughs) I can never take care of my children. I only want to be on my own. And it's like, yeah, but that's that's not realistic. That's not you. You're not even taking the bath. (laughs) So yeah, so it's sometimes it's like, acknowledging what stories you might be telling yourself and try to uncover what is the actual fear that's showing up. Because I think when we start to identify what that fear is, we're more able to just look at it for what it is and look it in the face and say, okay, I'm afraid of conflict. That's because of, you know, how I was raised or I'm afraid of rocking the boat in an intimate relationship because I got dumped after I expressed my feelings when I was 20 years old, right? Like where does that story come from and how is it impacting what you're doing today? Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So it's a lot about going in and kind of changing the narrative of what you've learned, that learned behavior, really changing it and, and saying some of these things. So So let's say, for example, um, you know, are there people have strong kind of feelings or opinions, like you said at the beginning, about who they are or how they're perceived for these boundaries? So how can we kind of tackle that a little bit? Like that's of interest to me, because like I said, that's something that I've struggled with in the past. So how do we tackle a little bit of those um, 
you know, self reflections that are, are not allowing us really to build some of those stronger boundaries. Well, I always think that empathy is going to be the pathway forward in any scenario. So it's first having empathy for yourself and self-compassion and realizing a lot of what I do is a protective mechanism. I've Mm -hmm. been maybe conditioned to be this way. I've been, you know, I've practiced being this way for many, many years. This way has been a safe way for me to behave Mm -hmm. in the past. And so just, just having that compassion that um, I love the line, you make sense because everything we do when we stop to really reflect on it does make adaptive sense. Right. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. on the flip side, once we can start having the empathy for ourselves, then we can start having empathy for other people. And I think where that comes into play is assuming other people have good intentions. Mm -hmm. And I think that is easier said than done sometimes because (laughs) someone might do something to us and we react and we're not thinking about it. But like, I just, I think I need to believe that inherently we're all good inside. It's just like, I need to think that way. Otherwise, what's the point? Um, Yes, there are the outliers. For sure, there's outliers. But for the most part, we're all well-intentioned. And so if we can have compassion for ourselves, we can have compassion for others and see that, okay, if they're, you know, asking me about when am I having my next baby they're just, they mean, well, they're not polished Mm -hmm. in social cues, maybe, (laughs) but (laughs) instead of reacting, allowing the space for empathy and compassion to say like, they mean well, but they're not, um, they, yeah, they're just not having this conversation in the appropriate way, but they're not trying to hurt me. Right. Because if Mm -hmm. we take that sort of judgment out, then we're not going to react as, nastily as we probably want to. And so that's where I talk sometimes too about like boundaries don't need to be this, you know, wire fence that you run into. Mm -hmm. Um, They can just be like a gentle nudge back to your place. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And they can be, yeah, they're, they're not meant to shut you out, but more to keep me, um, again, kind of like to keep me healthy in my life in a, in a positive mental space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I tell, you know, the, the clients that I work on, you know, when it comes to boundaries, um, I think that a lot of what I tell them is similar to that. And, I, but I'll, I'll, I frame it in the sense of, you know, you're trying to draw this boundary and I want you to consider whether in the big scope of your life, that's a boundary that really truly matters to you, right? Because there's boundaries, there's big ones. And then there's kind of like smaller, you know, smaller boundaries. So I'll ask them like, where is this, but where does this boundary fall? Does it fall under a, in 10 years, this boundary is still going to seem really important for me to create today? Mm -hmm. Or is this more like in 10 years, I won't even remember that I was trying to draw this boundary. Right. And so kind of prioritizing it in that way. So it's yeah, you you will create boundaries around the things that are super important to you. And then you'll kind of be able to distinguish those smaller ones and say, well, is it that important or 
is this just like a protective thing or somewhere where I want to, um, you know, uh, let people know that, that I'm an authority on this or, you know, is it ego based or is it really like this is this really matters to me and it it will matter to me in 10 years, just as much as it matters right now. So, yeah, I think you know. if I don't, if I could just jump in, um, cause yeah. what's pain me when you're saying that is yeah. it's almost like identifying, is this a boundary or a power struggle? Yes. Right? Because that's yes. a difference. <laughs> yes. What you're exactly. saying is just bringing that out of me, that power struggle, because it's like, so a lot of times it could just be that it's like, no, I just want to be right about this right now. Yes. And it's not yes. going to impact the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what I think that's is that you nailed it because that's, I think what, when we build those wire fences, that's why we think about boundaries that way, because sometimes they're power based and not necessarily, yeah. like you said, a, a mechanism, a, a tool or something necessary to keep our own mental health in a good place. Right. So there's a difference between a boundary and a power struggle. And I think you can really differentiate the two when you look at it from, will this matter to me? Right. Down yes. the line. Yeah. And I'm going to steal yeah. that. It doesn't belong to me. I'm sure it came from somewhere. So it's, it's not, it's knowledge for everyone. <laughs> so tell us a little bit, tell us a little bit, um, Melissa about life with soul. I know you, you, you launched this podcast. Can you give us a little bit of information about where we can find not just the podcast, but you, uh, you know, where people can access your, your coaching, where they can reach out to you. Give us, give us the information about where we can uh, stalk you and your all the awesome things that you're doing. <laughs> yes, definitely. Follow me, friend me, all the things. Um, I'm so excited to be a podcaster now myself. It was something I was, I kept telling people I've been avoiding it since September. <laughs> and I finally <laughs> took action on it. <laughs> well, yay. I want to clap to you for that because yeah. that's a big undertaking. So congratulations. I, I'm so you. glad that you decided to do it. Yeah. So I launched the podcast in May and I'm super excited about it. You can find uh, Life with Soul, the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music. If you head over to visit me online, I am at www.melissagiller.com. And so you can easily link to the podcast from there as well as see some of um, my programs that I offer. I do offer a free download on self-leadership. And I also have a free course on mindset called a mindset for miracles. Um, you can also find on Instagram at Melissa underscore Giller. Awesome. I love it. Melissa underscore Giller. Um, that is M-E-L-I-S-S-A underscore G-I-L-L-E-R. And I love the freebies that you have available. So I'm going to go and download them myself. And I'm sure that my audience will also uh, appreciate those resources. You know, we're all trying to develop and really work on our spirituality, feeling empowered and having boundaries. So this was extremely helpful. Um, I love it. I loved having you on the podcast, Melissa, and I wish you the best of luck with 
you know, with your podcast, with Life with Soul, with everything that you're doing. I love that you're helping the collective. It's beautiful. And I'm so glad that you were able to come on. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was such a bright light in my day. Thank you, Melissa. And I'll see you listeners, beautiful listeners, go and take advantage of these freebies, create those boundaries, you know, again, check in what, where are they coming from? Uh, are they, you know, are they boundaries? Are they power struggles? And then, you know, look at yourself reflected in what we spoke about today uh, and see where do boundaries truly need to be established in your life and go and take advantage of the resources. Melissa said on her website at www.melissagiller.com. And of course, as always, I'm here to answer any questions that you may have. My email is info at believeitlifecoaching.com, or you can find my information on believeitlifecoaching.com, which is my website. Thank you so much for listening in. I will see you next time on Third Eye Talks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie brought to you by Believe It Life Coaching. Follow us on Instagram at Believe It Coach or visit our website for more information. Believe It Life Coaching.com.